0: This NBA season's getting going, and it's rolling. And I kind of like where it's going. You're starting to see some of the teams really separate themselves. And I like how some of these teams are doing so. I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple weeks ago, I told you that the Phoenix Suns are probably the best-looking Big 3 as far as newly acquired. Even though Bradley Bill is out with a back problem, you still see the potential because of what Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are able to do. Those two together are going to be special, folks. I'm telling you right now. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe. Rate and review. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast, you can find us. But this NBA season's getting going. It's rolling. It's in full, it's in full motion. We're, we're seeing the, the Nuggets quietly quietly take care of business so far i don't think there's a team outside of a boston maybe a phoenix that really scares the denver nuggets you know they're showing you their depth and they're showing in Jokic is just showing you his brilliance as a basketball player right now he's the best basketball player on the planet earth and i don't think that can really be debated what Nikola Jokic is able to do in Denver, and what you really saw him do over the last month without Jamal Murray, imagine if this team right here was the team Jokic had the year he had to carry in the playoffs, the year where you remember uh, Jamal Murray was out, played the Warriors first game, I mean first round. Jokic's second leading scorer was uh, Will Barton. I don't think he's playing in the NBA right now, Valuable Minutes. I can't name you a playoff team that Will Barton plays for. And we were asking this guy to average 15 to 20 points. People were begging him just to help Jokic out. A guy who is currently not in the NBA. Life happens fast, folks. It happens fast. In this NBA seed, the Lakers are starting to kind of pull it around. The Clippers. Let's start with the let's start with the bad team in LA. The Clippers. The Clippers are starting to kind of figure it out a little bit, but they lost to a Denver team without Nikolai Jokic, without Jamal Murray, with Michael Porter Jr., Reggie Jackson, and DeAndre Jordan. I don't think under any circumstance you should lose that game. But since they did, let's talk about it. They're still trying to figure out what they're going to do in late game situations. They're still on the outside of the top 10, which means on the outside of the play-in. Plenty of basketball to go. Plenty of basketball to go, folks. But it's going to be very interesting to see this jail. I think they're going to have to maybe blow it up and maybe get you know different players involved. I think maybe, just maybe... They're going to have to make a couple more roster moves for this thing to be successful with the Clippers. Surprise teams out in the West. Once again, the Timberwolves. 14-4, number one team in the West. I told you and I guaranteed you that this team is going to finish top 10 for sure, but definitely top three, top four in the West. They're built. They have depth. They play defense, and Anthony Edwards is a superstar. He's a superstar, He's a superstar that you feel bad for the city of Minnesota or the state of Minnesota and the Timberwolves because they're not going to be able to keep him. There's no way. A big city, L.A., New York, somebody's going to get Anthony Edwards. You know He's from Atlanta. The Hawks could be in play. So that's what sucks for Minnesota, but that's why they have to strike while the iron is hot. They have to strike while the iron is hot. And the iron is... It's it, it's glowing. It's glowing. And there's no better time to mold and mend, mend and mold, than when the iron is glowing red hot. I like what Minnesota's doing. The Thunder just beat the Lakers. Beat them handedly. The Thunder are one of those teams, man, I'm telling you, this team, depending on who they get matched up with in the playoffs, they can make something happen. They could really make something happen depending on who they get matched up with. The Dallas Mavericks play a lot of offense, no defense. No, those are my three t- surprise teams out west, right there. Those three are my surprise team out west: the Dallas Mavericks, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the OKC Thunder, just because of how fast they're doing it. Okay, and they're surging. They're surging up the standings. That's what's so impressive to me. Now the Timber, now, now the Spurs have lost thirteen straight, about to be fourteen straight, because they're currently losing to the Pelicans. 14 straight uh, losing games. Once again, I want an apology for those who compared this Spurs roster to the OKC Thunder roster. This Spurs team was in the lottery last year. So you can't tell me that this core was better than the OKC Thunder core. Now, Victor is good. I think we should dial back expectations a little bit. hmm? Because he ain't living up to them. We're moving out east. Surprise team is the Magic. The Magic currently sit at the number 2. And the reason why I think the Magic can, you know, sustain such way uh such such momentum is because the Magic play defense. The Magic are starting the game with playing defense. They're not coming out here and trying to outscore you. They're just playing defense. They're playing defense and the offense is taking care of itself. Which that's a good way to play. That's a good way to play. You can always rely on defense. I mean, Miami has created a thing called Heat Culture, which is basically based off of, on the defensive end, we we lock in. That is a part of Heat Culture, is locking in on the defensive end. A team out there that's also surprising you a little bit, you cannot deny it, the Pacers. The Pacers are the highest scoring team in the NBA. They average 127 points. Tyrese Halliburton probably is most improved and probably in MVP conversation. He should. I saw a stat that said he's averaging something like 30 and 12 over his last six. That's crazy. And he's doing it with, with not many turnovers. He's making people around him better. And that, my friends, is key. Are you making people around you better? And he is. You can't deny it. Tyrese Halliburton needs to be on everybody's radar for most improved and maybe a little MVP, depending on what the Pacers do. If the Pacers find themselves inside the playoffs, outside, if they're not in the play-in, you can look for a Tyrese Halliburton to possibly be in the MVP conversation, and he should. If the Pacers are a top five in the East, he should be in, in the MVP conversation. Now, once again, I'm asking, what are we doing in Cleveland? When is Donovan Mitchell going to be on the move? I'm asking the same thing about Chicago for sure. 6-14. and 14. We got to get DeMar DeRozan out of there. We got to get Debo out of there. This is crazy. They have a lot of talent on that Chicago team to be 6-14. 6-14, guys. I'm not making this up. But back to the surprise teams. I like the way the Philadelphia 76ers are playing post-James Harden. I kind of feel like maybe James was the problem. I've talked about this before, how when you have a James Harden, you have to change not only what you do on the court, but off the court. He affects the coaching staff. He is indeed the system. He did not lie to us. James Harden is indeed the system. So when you see the 76ers post James Harden, you're seeing continuity in a team. You're seeing Tyrese uh, Tyrese Maxey getting double-doubles and assists. You're seeing Joel Embiid getting triple-doubles. You're seeing these things. And what I'm telling you is, Tobias Harris, DeAnthony Melton, these are two guys that I like around my stars. These are two guys I like around my stars. I feel like that the 76ers are trying to take a page out of the Nuggets book. Get two good players, two superstars, and surround them with solid role players. And Nick Nurse is a guy that is going to depend heavily on his starters. So with uh, with, with Tobias Harris... Andy Anthony Melton, you got two solid two solid starting up guards right there. Too solid. So I really like what they have going over there in Philly. Look for them to get some traction and maybe move up in, in, in the standings. The Brooklyn Nets are doing pretty good. For having not really a household name superstar, they're doing pretty good. That's a team that has strength in numbers that they are able to acquire a superstar via trade, via free agency. Brooklyn is a destination. That's a team that can be very interesting and very good. Spencer Dinwiddie, Cam Johnson, Malik Bridges. Those are three guys that if you put a superstar on that team, watch out. And that's the thing about the NBA. All this stuff can happen at any time because of how, of how, how player-oriented the league is. They've allowed these players to pretty much set the precedent that they get to decide where they go even though they sign these contracts. These contracts are pretty much saying I'm guaranteeing I'm going to get my money, but that's not saying that it's guaranteed that this team is going to be the one to pay me. That's just letting you know that's how much money I'm going to get. It doesn't matter who pays me. Because depending on how I feel, I'm going to go to a new team. And you see that in the NBA more than you see in a a lot of leagues. And it's good and it's bad. Another team out there, the Pistons. The Pistons are the East and the Spurs are the West shitters. These are two shit basketball teams right now. And they're just trying to float in the toilet before they have to push the flush button. Because it's coming. The flush is coming. Both of these teams both have two wins, four wins combined. They're not going to get much more. They probably hit 14 each. Probably hit about 14 each. So a sooner or later, it's going to be time to flush. And I'm here to tell you that time is coming sooner than, sooner than later. And that goes with the Charlotte, the Hornets, and the Bulls. But the team I always talk about is the Cavs. Man, we we got they they're they're in no man's land because they're not supposed to be in the play in. But here they are, firmly sitting there. A lot of I get a lot of season left. But a lot of these teams, this is what it is. It is what it is. You're not going to get much more. So I want to I want to help Tampa taper your expectations so you don't get your feelings hurt because I faced the reality with the Cleveland Cavaliers I have faced the fact that maybe Donovan Mitchell is just is not gonna win there maybe he maybe he should have went to New York maybe he should have tried to force his way to Atlanta we don't know but this what we do know in Cleveland ain't working So the NBA season's moving right along, folks. It's moving right along. We're, you know, we're watching some good basketball. We're watching, we're watching guys score at a at a, at a, at a great rate. Right now, Joel Embiid is, is leading the M- NBA in scoring, followed by Kevin Durant and then Luca, De'Aaron Fox and Shea. Those are your top five scorers in the NBA, all over 30. They all average over 30, folks. And for Giannis, his, his you know his point production is going to keep staying the same, especially with Dame. Dame's going to open it up more for Giannis, especially the more they learn to play together. It's going to get very scary for teams. Kevin Durant, once again, he's 31, 31 points, man. Like what more does the dude have to do? You know? Because for me, Kevin Durant right now is showing everybody that I'm still him. I still can make it rain. And I'm a problem. (laughs) I'm forever going to be a problem and a factor in this league forever as long as I'm in it. And that's what he's showing you, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. And Kevin Durant, don't forget, Kevin Durant was quietly an MVP leader last year. Kevin Durant was quietly an MVP leader last year before his injury, when he was in Brooklyn. So, I mean, he... (laughs) He's been showing. He's been showing us. He's still probably one of the greatest scorers ever, and that's something. What to me was what, what makes the the Phoenix Suns so scary. <coughs> Excuse me. Is that they can have two guys that go for thirty? I mean, we watched them against the Denver Nuggets in the playoffs last year, win a couple games just off the backs of Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Both of these two two dudes going for thirty and we saw that. And I think this year with Bradley Beal, you won't they you won't need to see that as much, but it could happen. You know. And getting back to the magic, I wanted to just knock on how good they're doing. They're on a 9-game win streak, folks. That's why I say defense is going to be something that they can really rely on. You know. The season's very young like I said, but you know, when you get into these good habits, these are things that are that that translate well. You're never going to apologize for stacking up wins. You just shouldn't, you just can't. There's no point. There's no point at all. So shout out to uh to the to the Orlando Magic, man. Nine-game win streak, going strong in the East, second place in the East, looking to keep build. Looking to keep building. And that's what you like to see, man. That's what you like to see. You like to see guys like Paolo, you know, Franz Wagner, Cole Anthony, you know. You like to see guys like that come together and make it work. And then lock in, you know, buy into the system. You know, you like to see things like that. So shout out to the shout out to them. And you know, shout out to Joel and B for leading the NBA again in scoring, man. This is not that's that's not easy to do. That's not easy to do. And also this year, you know, Joel Embiid seems like he's, you know, passing the ball a little bit more, man. And that's all right. That's all right with me, dude. Pass that ball, man. Get your teammates involved. Because, you know, Nick Nurse leans on his superstars, he leans on his superstars. So I look for him to lean on Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid needs to go ahead and try to get his second MVP. And we know, we can see what's going on. Because after he got his last MVP, you know, it, it was kind of a weird situation. So now, so now we're wondering. Now we're left wondering. So, but well, this is that guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him JIG. The NBA is in full motion. We'll be back checking in. This is the last leg of our trilogy. This is the last leg of our trilogy. We gave you college football. We gave you NFL. And Now this is the NBA. We're going to be tuning back in with more NBA talks. Once again, this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. Peace.